Warning, the following content contains sounds. It has been shown that some sapiens of the Homo have episodic memory towards some sounds. Therefore, forming a bad reaction to certain sounds. Nevertheless, the sounds we use are only to mock actions and notions, which are, of course, ridiculous. We are not mocking the people who have them. No, no, no. Because you know in time, you may change what you do and change what you think. Having said that, this is correlation sensation. A show where I talk about your mother's mammalian protuberances. Yes, yes. They come in all sorts of shapes, colors and textures and smells. But of course, we will proceed to something more important. Where does our underwear go? I don't know. But today is the day you listen to us cover more Plato. It's episode number 30, whatever it is. Now we will be going into the triune brain. It Plato's most infamous, the allegory of the cave. <laughs> Dear Correlation Sensation, I have been listening to your podcast for three weeks now. <gasps> I really like the content, it's a very informative. You guys sound very highbrow. Better than all the other podcasts. You hear that, Void? Oh, thank you. But I would appreciate it if you stop a drinking kombucha on her podcast episodes. You hear that, boy? He wants me to stop oh. drinking kombucha. Oh. Why is that? I guess he doesn't like the way it sounds or something. I wonder why that would be. I have no idea. <laughs> Sorry, I had something stuck in my nose. Wow. Oh. Man, I get excess boogers around this time of the year. Oh, the pollen? Yeah. Oh. They say uh, cannabis pollen is up around this time of the year. Yeah. So we have cannabis what? boogers. Oh, what what are you uh, munching on? Oh, pizza. Oh. Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. One second here. Oh. Come on, oh baby. Oh, there we go, kombucha. Oh. Yeah, I got the kombucha. Passion berry bliss. Well, sounds like it might be better. No, it still tastes nasty. Oh. Oh, hold on one second.
right. Yes. John Papanito busy. Oh. Okie dokie. On to business. What are we talking about today? We're talking about a Plato. Oh, yeah. So, the year was either 428 or between 424 and 423 BCE. That uh, was... More accurate. Yeah, they were very accurate. Somewhere in Athens, too. Born there. The sapien of the home. What? It's a big city. Yeah, big, big town. They got the big things there. Yes. Everything bigger okay. in Athens. Mm -hmm. Even philosophy. Uh -huh. That's where the word forum came from, right? What? That's where the word forum came from, right? I don't know. I don't know nothing about no forum. We have a foramen magnum, but that's uh, for your, you know, your holes in your head. But, uh, yeah, in a nice big town in Athens, one named Plato emerged from his mother's vagina. He was wealthy with slaves, Plato. Yeah, family members like one named Ariston and Aristocles. You would have thought Plato would have been born Aristotle. Mm -hmm. I just looked up forum, and that's where people meant to, meant to congregate. Ah, congregation. Another yes. class for prayer. Uh, kombucha. Yeah. yeah, I think last one. Yeah, definitely last one. Oh. Yeah, so he did a lot of shit in his life. And he was impacted heavily by, uh, you know, Socrates and the politics of his time. Like everyone else. He wrote a plethora of books which survived. That's good. Now, like everyone, you will disagree and agree with some things that the Plato had indicated in his articles, which have survived. Unlike uh, all the other quizzing overview sections we have done so far, I will go into something that I did not go into regarding Plato a little bit later. Yeah. There are two primary concepts brought forth that I know of regarding Plato's uh, relevancy in the content of which we are trying to discover. Do you know them, Boyd? Uh, not quite, but yes. What? Uh, no. No. God damn it, Void. Triune brain. Oh, the concept of the soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the horses and the chariot man. 
in the psyche. Yeah, he described it in both the Republic, they say, and the Phaedrus, even though I haven't read the whole Republic, but uh, the few books I have read had not to mention it so far. I doubt I will get to it any time this year. Oh. But the Triune Brain, of course, you have one horsey, which is the one of the primal desires. This one is an ignoble, uh, of ignoble breed. He's also described with physiological characteristics. Because everybody knows you can tell how someone is by looking at them. Yep. And then the other one is of noble breed. And this one is described as as being attractive to, you know, Socrates. Oh. And by Socrates, I mean he's a character in Plato's books a lot of the times. Yes. So, this matches today, not surprisingly, to the concept of, you know, you have the brainstem, and then you have the limbic system, and then you have the forebrain. Forebrain. Gotcha. Yeah, forebrain. That's what this podcast is all about. It's forebrain. Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's funny. They call the brainstem a lot of times the reptilian brain. But the earliest signs of the reptilian brain started in the fishes, way before reptiles even began, Floyd. This is what we deal with. Should have called it the fishy brain. Which is even better, because a lot of people describe, you know, fish. They also describe cats. You know, pussy cat. Yeah, what's up, pussy cat? Lloyd. Where's my backup? Yes. I, uh, what? Oh, what? You tell me like you don't know. I said, oh, what's up, pussycat? And you said, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then I said, oh, what's up, pussycat? And you say, what? Oh, I didn't know you are continuing the joke. Oh, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, very good. Good finish there, Floyd. Yeah, strong finish. The middle kind of fumbled around a little bit, but you know, you can't please everybody with everything. Yes. I tried that. You'll end up with a toe here, a finger in there. Then it gets kind of weird. Yes. Yeah. So, the triune brain is not surprisingly a part of something that they talk about today in that format. Although... Inside of all these areas, there are individual locals. There are individual local nuclei which operate for different things within these areas. You know, you have sections of the brain like the parietal lobe, in the frontal lobe, then you have temporal lobe, you know. And those things are associated with various aspects and they're all part of one thing, the forebrain. The neocortex, if you will. 
Then you'll have the limbic system, right? This one's associated with emotions, much like how the triune brain was described. But you have separate parts for different functions. Once again, the brainstem. As simple as it sounds, there are several parts of it, specifically three. You got the medulla oblongata, which is down at the bottom. Then you have the pons, which is Latin for a bridge. This makes sense in some aspects, even though I think it looks like a pair of butt cheeks on the anterior portion. And not so much a bridge, but it bridges the medulla oblongata along with the middle brain. You got that? Yes, it's the bridge. The bridge, pons, yeah. Then you got the midbrain. Yeah, that's about it. We're not gonna go into more detail. Plato never did. So screw that, this is about the Plato. Not about the brainstem. So this was a fairly accurate, you know, some would say neurological description, but I would say more of a psychological description. And you can actually find the parts of this being represented in your brain. Now, this is not anything special so far in this episode because we talked about the triune brain. Remember that with the book Phydrus? Oh, yes, yes, yes. That book. I wouldn't be surprised if I was put on a list for reading that book void. What is that? Because they talk about the pedophilic relationship between the master and pupils. Yep. We're gonna be done before John Papanito comes back. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, let me get up. I'm gonna get another piece of pizza. I don't think there's anything better than the marriage between cheese, meat, sauce of the tomato, garlic, and the bread. Oh, wow. You know, that's the most satisfying thing I've ever eaten in my life. Oh. Whoa. Does it stick to your ribs? Mmm. It sticks to everything. Especially my butt. Oh. That's not good. No. Yeah, I got to do more squats. Oh, wait, no, that make butt bigger. Got to do something. Hmm. You know. This pizza goes good with this drink, kombucha. Yeah. Oh. 
Now, Void, you ever heard about this allegory of the cave? Yes, isn't it the wandering of the mind, basically? I guess you could call it that. Yes, I remember it. It's very about deep introspective thought. So, book number seven in the Republic, I actually read it. I read about, the, you know, about 40% of it. I've been busy. You know, this weekend had a birthday party. You didn't go to avoid. I had to work. You bastard. You could have said my buddy's birthday's today. They should have been like, oh, yeah, you should just go. We had to. We reconfigured the schedule and too many people took off already. You, uh, you should have let me reconfigure their schedule. Oh, I can't. Hmm. Plus, also, I couldn't. I had a meeting. Oh, actually, I had a meeting the day before, but still, it's not good. Okay. Even though I think we could have taken care of them. I mean, Void, you know who we are. Yes, I know. Should have just froze them. Oh. Yeah. Give him some liquid nitrogen. Oh. Smash him with a hammer. Damn, I just wanted to freeze him. I didn't want to, you know, smash him. You do know that freezing at that temperature would kill them. Not if we injected them with our special little liquid we got. Oh. Remember? I don't know. God, but... You forget everything, don't you, Void? Maybe. Remember, we replaced our blood with a synthetic salt saline kind of thing, you know. You know, we keep it all, you know, sturdy, not exploding when they're frozen. Oh. But then again, that involves a lot of other alterations. I don't know. It might not be humane. I'm sorry, what were you saying? I call, I kind of cut you off, yeah. I said, of course. Oh, yeah. So, the allegory of the cave. Right now, Void, I want you to imagine you're in the dark. Mm-hmm. Ever, ever since you can remember, you have been inside of a cave with your neck shackled and your feet, feet shackled. To the point where you can't look any other way except for what's right in front of you. Oh, the binders. Yeah, and right behind you is like a shoulder tall wall. And right Uh behind that are people with different sculptures of various animals on their heads. To where you really only see the sculptures move past you. Because you have a flame behind them. Now you may see a monkey coming around, and your perception of the monkey would be the shadow. Your perception <coughs> is merely shadows of the monkey. Oh. Yes. And you have uh, different voices for other animals like humans. 
be talking around. Yeah, hmm, yeah. Your interpretation, your interpretation with the other prisoners would be to dispute about the varying characteristics of which you really don't know much about because they're just shadows. And then one day, you, you noticed, hey, something kind of funny around here. Gonna, gonna break loose. So you, you figure out a way to break loose of your chains. Then you climb out of the cave. Now imagine how you would feel with your eyeballs trying to adjust while spending decades inside of this dark hole. Your eyes would be blinded, would they not? Maybe. Maybe. You know what it's like when you stay inside of the basement all day, then you come outside during the middle of the day and you're like... <laughs> That'd be like Maybe. times 20. What? Oh, yes. Because your eyes would not be adjusted to, like... Yeah. And, at first, the first thing you would be looking for were shadows. Because that's what you look for. And you are able to look at them because you're used to them. But over time, by over time, little by little, you'll be able to notice, Hey, that shadow is really just a characteristic of not having light there caused by the image which is not exactly the same as what we have been looking at. Oh my goodness, all these different variations and details makes everything much more complicated than I thought it was. And that void is the most important factor, I believe, of the allegory of the cave. Whether it be the cave of politics, of your generation which changes over time, be the cave of your religion, be the cave of your sports teams, be the cave of your dogmas and your various subject matters you study. People argue over little shadows, when really, when you step outside of it, there's a way more complicated, nuanced view which you can see. That is the purpose of this whole allegory. Because something may not be there, you might not be able to see, and something may by obscuring your video or your view by shadows or restrictions. That's the existence of all life forms. Yes, plus other people are in the cave that may be under different constraints or the same constraints, and you don't know. Yeah, plus everybody's physically at a different point of view. Yes. Then uh, Socrates, in the book, went further to say, you know, different subjective terms like large and small and hot and cold and dense and light, they're all subjective because it has to do with comparing objects. And they're just nothing more than a quant qualitative experience where Everybody knows your index finger is no more or no less a finger than your middle finger. They're all fingers. The little deviations are merely things that happen to do with circumstance. He also mentioned the thumb being a finger, but I'm not going to go into that one. 
Then he went a little bit further and talked about the whole. The whole number with mathematics. Talked about the different fractions you can break things down into and how ridiculous that is. The whole purpose of mathematics is more of a, you know, empirical generalization. You know, but then again, all those trends, all that abstract point of view are shadows, basically. Socrates went in to explain how dialectician, what is this? Phone to make a sound, one second. Oh. Someone else, blah, 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 okay. So, John P. John Papanito, I don't think he's going to be calling back. Oh, that's a shame. I always loved his input. He was so funny. Oh, yeah? What about me? My chopped liver? I see how it is, Void. No, no. I oh. miss you both when I don't talk to you guys. Oh. Oh, yeah? Yes. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, Void. You seemed a little more different when you talk about the John Papanito. It's because he's not there. I miss you. How you been, Gorky, baby? Oh, me, I've been okay. How about yourself, baby? Uh, not bad. Uh, at least the weather's not as hot, so it's not that. But last week I got a little dehydrated. But luckily I realized soon enough and drank plenty of water. Oh, yeah. This pizza, I can't stop. See, I can't seem to stop eating it. Oh. Same thing with this butcher. The camera butcher. Kambucha. What a funny name. That actually sounds like something more of our language, boy. Oh, yes, Kambucha. Kambucha. Mm. Yes. Doesn't sound very human, does it? Yes, I think it is uh, from a different language other than the Earth tongue, too, so. Ah. Oh! Guess who call? Void. Guess yes, who call? Ah, uh, John Papanito? Yeah. Oh, he's getting close. Oh, one second. Let me put us in three-way. Oh, my goodness. Hello? Hello? Oh, my God. Hey. We're in conference call. Oh, my goodness. How's it going there, buddy? It's okay. Well, that's I'm good. I'm worried because, you know, stuff is happening around here and, you know, jump up in the air. You don't like it when stuff is happening around here. No. So jump up in the air. You don't have much of time. So let's get back to talking. Okay. So, I was talking about the allegory of the cave. Are you familiar with this? I live in a cave at once. You go on. You tell me about it. You okay if I go over it again, Void? Yeah, no, you don't have to go again. You just go from where you at. I'll, I'll just, I'll cut over it. Okay. I'll cut it out. Okay. So, imagine 
You, me, and Void. We were all raised in a cave ever since we could remember. We were chained with our necks to the ceiling and our feet to the floor to where we can't look anywhere except for at the wall. That sounds like a life. Yeah, I don't know. And behind that, behind us, is another wall where it kind of goes up about five, five feet. And then you have a people behind that wall holding sculptures of various animals, like monkeys and the people. And then behind those people holding those sculptures is a fire. So all you see are shadows of these sculptures passing by. Okay, these are nice. Yeah, yeah, you guys, all you guys discuss are these shadows which you see. You guys will have arguments, you'll have little chasms amongst the minds of the shadows. And then one of you decides to, hey, I better break free. So, one breaks free, goes up out of the cave. And uh, I bet you all I'm imagine, what? I'm going to avoid it, he break up free. Void the break free? Void, you want the break free? He don't want. He don't want to go. Void, you want to go up to the sun? What? You want to go up to the sun? Maybe. Maybe. Or you go out there. You need to get out of here, cave. Yeah, you get out the cave. Now, now, since you're so used to the darkness, I bet you're blinded by the light. Oh, they write a song about that. Yeah, wrapped up like douchebag. Yeah. Void. You see anything? All I see is a little bit of blurriness. A little bit of blurriness? Oh. Are you looking away or towards the sun? Uh, at the horizon, trying not to stare directly at it, because when coming from no light source to, uh, uh, big huge light source, you try not to look at it because you could damage your eyes. Oh, you could look at your eyes. You, I mean, you could damage your eyes either way. Oh, yeah, but you got to be careful. Yeah, so if you uh, look around, you'll notice anything familiar, Void? Uh, you see any shadows? Just a bunch of trees and grass and, and a street and signs and... Is. Oh, okay, cool. Who's the women? What, what? Who's the naked women? You know. See the naked women? Yeah. Everywhere I go, John Papa Nido, here, see a naked women. What are you talking about? Where you go? Everywhere. Everywhere? You can't have yeah. been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. Uh-oh. Boy. Yes? So this is what we talk about when we're in the cave and you're not around. Oh. Now, does everything look different? You see more colors? You see, like, that shadows are really just the absence of light? I should have went up out of the cave for John Papanito. I'm volunteer for it. Yeah, you did. Void, you okay? He didn't say no. <laughs> you coming down, Void? Are you going to come back down or are you going to... What do you do? I don't know. If you come back what down do you... here and tell me there's something other than shadows, I will fight you. 
are not very nice. Yeah, well, that's basically the allegory of the cave. Gork is not very nice. That's what I learned about the allegory of the cave. Yeah, so lots of people, they get mad when someone comes down trying to adjust their eyes. They fumble around when they talk to the other people who just dwell in the cave only. And they're not able to describe things the way that they're used to describing initially because their eyes are not adjusted. Or, or their insights, metaphorically. Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole point. Because their perspective is someone that's ever left this, uh, a state or country they live in versus someone who has, has a different perspective, has been to other places. Yeah. Like, the, the only country I've been to outside of the USA is... Uh, Mexico, but that was only small border town visiting a few things, then seeing that, and then seeing Mexico from Texas. That was about it. Huh. Some people need all here. Here you can see a Russia from Alaska. Oh yeah, and they're only fifteen miles. He's a half the whole place. That's where they should put the wall. No, the Russia there have a planes. Oh, in Mexico, they don't have planes? I don't know. They have planes. They do. Why do oh, yeah. we build a wall there? It's a good question. No, of it makes sense. You build a wall if you don't want right. people to see you walk around your yard naked. That's the only reason you build a wall. You don't build a wall to keep people out because people can still come over the wall. Don't you know, I told you not to talk about nudism on this. This is a nudist free podcast. Are you telling me? You talk about porn. You tell me. I'm not supposed to go outside without a wall naked. That's a where he's a. It's a probably not a good idea, you know, because there's like a children outside. Even though you know children should be left in their pods, there's children out there, and they might not see you a naked walk, and that could be very traumatic for the children. And you know, they got this a new thing these days. It's called a Karen. It's really annoying, you know. These are Karens. They should be. They should be eliminated. Oh, all Karens. Yeah. That sounds like a cave you were in. Yeah, I was in a cave with you and a Gork. Gork and I was in the cave, and uh, he avoided. He leave. Yeah, he she did. Outside the cave now. He he mad at us. We still inside the cave, and we're like, we ain't coming out. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, the, you know, the cave is, uh, you know, uh, political things or religious things or, you know, any kind of belief system you have. So the cave is like, you know, an allegory. Oh, yeah. It's exactly what the cave is. Yep. And that minutia is just a little bits of information they argue about. Really, yeah. Yeah. And in the Socrates, well, the characters of, I mean, the character of Socrates, written by Plato, basically has his own cave he talks about when he starts talking about the Republic again. And then he starts talking about, oh, yeah, you know, the most superior academic pursuit is dialecticians. And he was talking about they can't do that until after the, the age of 30 because you need to mature. 
then you get to study that only if you're of the best, you know, type of people. And then after studying it, what? He didn't make a sense. Only good people cannot be a, a physician. Yeah, we're talking about dialectician. He's the same thing. The big word means nothing. Oh, it doesn't mean nothing, huh? Oh, yeah. It went. Oh, okay. Oh, all right, they are. You, you hear that, the void? I couldn't understand it. Uh, what do you mean? Well, he you said, say I have an accent? You can't understand my accent? No, no, no. It is the. You make fun of me? Uh oh. No, speaker of the phone. Oh, you hear that? What? I speak to after we are born, not before. You speak after you guys are born? No, the phone, the phone speaker is, it makes it hard to understand some words sometimes. Okay. Which words? Uh, a lot of words. God damn it. You just have to repeat. What, what did you say, John Papanito? It's okay. I just want to know what it looked like outside of the cave. Oh, okay, me too. There's a whole world out there. What's in it? Uh, trees, bugs. There was a wasp outside earlier today. Me and my dad had to poison because of the huge mother. Is a cave out there too? Well, there are caves outside of caves, yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah, you have a cave for politics, you have a cave for sports, you know, you have you a cave have a cave for... for a gork? Because that's what we need to do with him. We need to put that a gork in a cave. Yeah, right. John Papanito, you need to realize that gork gonna beat him come 2020 election. John Papanito, he don't think so. Oh, yeah. You weren't here last couple times. And we used that to our benefit when we were, you know. John Papanito, he out doing a grassroots effort. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It says, says John Papanito. But we all yeah, know so what John Papanito is doing. What? Yeah, we see. We see when everybody voted for John Papanito and not a gork. Oh, yeah? Chickabut. Oh, yeah, you, you can't make America great, finally. Only gork can. Make no sense. No, make perfect sense. Okay. We're gonna build a wall around Mars. Yep. That's nice. You insane. We're gonna make, we're gonna make uh, space fleet armies to attack asteroids. That's the biggest threat to a homeland security. It is. These are Russians. Androids. Yep. They're on roids. And they're gonna ride the roids in. Exactly. Like a horses. Yeah. It's a space cavalry. Yes. This is the political cave we're in. You know what? A lot of people in it is a cave, and I think of the guy running the cave, he's doing a good job. But the guy running the cave, he's in another cave, and he is the only one in that cave. And all he sees is himself everywhere, and he thinks he's a beautiful, but he's yeah. a not. He's a very ugly and orange. Oh, you talk about that uh, blonde orangutan? 
you do what I'm saying, or a cheat hole, or just a really, really dumb person. He is so dumb, I don't even have to tell you his name, and you know who I'm talking about. The blonde street con? He's a blonde street con, yeah, that one. Void, you hear about the blonde street con? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one. I hear like he likes to diddle a little boys. I don't know what a diddling is, but you don't do anything with a little boy, or you have to face the wrath of a Karen. Oh, you got to punish little boys. I don't know. Yeah, you gotta watch out for them. They they ankle biters. Oh my goodness. That's what I hear. Right, Void? Yes. That's why they make battles with those holes in them. So, what else is it about this cave? Oh yeah, basically, someone comes back into the cave, or someone comes out of the cave, and there are other people there that have been there already long enough, they'll have problems talking to them, because, you know, they need to adjust their perception and understanding of things. And if someone comes back down the cave and tries to free other people, a lot of times, the people don't want to be freed and would rather kick them in the nads than go up and see more stuff. That's straight, but okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what they basically say. Then they talk about, you know, the dialecticians. And how that's supposed to be the most superior form of intellect. Trump of needle. He hired an elite electrician. No, dialectician. He, he didn't come after D, so we are better. You know? Um. Go on. Yeah, yeah I don't know about that one, John Papanito. Oh. What do you think, oh. Floyd? Uh, the cave is quite big and confusing. There's a lot of echoes going on here, ain't there? Yes. Yeah. So that's basically Plato. Plato. Yeah. I played with my toes once. He was a weird. Yeah. He uh he also thought the brain was the center of the mind. Kind of interesting because his pupil Aristotle thought the heart was the you know, the place of the mind. Well, sometimes a pupil he is a pupil for a reason. It's because he a dumber than the master. Maybe. Or it might have to do with age and, you know, being accepted by society at the time to be able to teach. So he has to lie to be able to teach? What? Well, see, that sounds like America. You have to be really dumb to be in charge of education. Look at what happened in America. They put a lady in there, and she is so dumb. I bet she can't even read. What you talk about? She has six yards. Wait. She steal money from the government too. She basically take public education funds and give it to her friends in private education community. Oh, plus also her brother does private military, and so say if they were to put cops in schools, it would be all those schools. Oh yeah, so she get a money left and right, you know. This uh, this a uh, street con. He do the same thing. They catch him laundering a hundred and seventy million dollars through a campaign. Oh, oh my! Yes. But if they, they have a, 
can't like, seem to press charges against him because he's the president. He cannot go to jail for such a crime. So they're going to wait till he's out of presidency, and then they're going to put him in jail so he can have a bigger John, put his bigger John up his little tiny as a whole, which would be the same as his mouth. Huh. Is this the orangutan? Yeah. Oh, this is he an is interesting in cave. Where we live. This is an interesting cave. Uh-oh. Jump up and, you know, she doesn't realize he gotta go. You gotta go? He Wait. got a problem. He gotta take a cab. You gotta take a number two? Oh, yeah. That's a probably true, too. Oh. Well, you better take care of that. You better go okay. in your cave. Oh, I gotta go. Uh, bye, work. Bye, boys. Bye. Well, that was entertaining. Yeah. I don't think I'm doing a quiz for this one. Okay. Yeah. So there's a great song at the end of this one, John. I mean, Void. Oh. Void. Yes, John's not here. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, there's a good song at the end of this one, Void. Yes. Yeah. So we leave in peace. Void? Yes. Are you you're gonna say bye to the audience? Sorry, I just uh, lost track of what you're saying. Oh. Yes. Yes, so we leave in peace, right? Yeah. Bye.